This is Casey Kasem, and you're listening to The Elijah Bailey Show, uh, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, bringing you 100% auditorial pleasure. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys for holding on so long uh, for us to start the show today, just a couple minutes in. Uh, there's just a lot. It's a perfect way to start the show with the yawn. There's just a lot of stuff going on. I, we, um, here's something new. We are now on uh, caffeine. Uh, trying to do the show from caffeine. There's some uh, tech problem that i ran into so we not, will not be streaming today's episode so episode 326 we will most definitely be streaming on caffeine we did do the first caffeine stream yesterday which was um superhero saturday so let's talk about that real quick before we officially get into the show because i'm still messing with some stuff but uh, there is no more marvel mondays i work monday nights at 10 p.m i work monday through friday so now I'm a weekend guy, so all the streams and stuff like that will be on the weekend. So if you guys are trying to watch those streams, make sure to join in on Saturday and Sunday for Superhero Saturdays instead of Marvel Mondays. So that's the new change. We will have music here in the background, so YouTube can't say anything uh, about the copyright and stuff like that. Uh, What's up, Keith? Thanks for jumping in. Uh, the music is provided by Rifty Beats, so make sure to follow him. And remember, for ad-free viewing, if you're watching on Twitch, you have to sub to the channel. That gets rid of the ads. It's not anything that we do. That's what they do. But uh, we do appreciate all the subs. We're getting all the subs to the YouTube channel, to Twitch. It's it's amazing, especially with us jumping back into what we enjoy and what we've been doing. Um, but we do have uh, the show live on Mondays, 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on multiple platforms. Facebook, Twitch. YouTube and caffeine. Like I said, we'll be here next week on caffeine. Uh, hey, thanks for liking the stream, Ruthann. Ruthann is here, Ruthie. Um, it says Marvel's Avengers still, still, even though it's not Marvel's Avengers on Facebook. You know, we're we're gonna be talking about some comic stuff. So let's not um, wait. Let's dive on into it. So. Uh, officially, let's get into episode 325. Bucky's not here, but that's fine. And three, two, one. Welcome and welcome back, my convention comrades. So, uh, this is one of the things that you guys have been waiting for all week. This is your weekly source of anime, comics, video games, and anything that is pop cultural worthy. The Elijah Bailey Show today. This is the comics books episode because if you are new to the sphere, that is the show. Each and every week, we have reoccurring themes that reoccur every month. The very first week of the month is comics that we cover. Second week is anime. Third week is video games. Fourth week is the Bailey Bugle. And if there's a fifth week, we dive into a very specific topic that week, whatever it is. This is also the place where we believe Miss Marvel uh, hit us with the smoothest Easter egg so far. Marvel's uh, DC series lineup. Well, we'll talk about that here in a bit. But uh, 
with I'm, uh, he's not here today he's usually with me the ink to my page is the day walker who once walked the streets of oklahoma delivering mail by foot as a mailman the buckety is still out on vacation uh he will be here next week and so uh, we will hold down the fort without him but i am your host oh wait a and to come back on that one, just like Ben Affleck is coming back to appear in Aquaman 2, which if I have some more information on, we'll jump in. But the J. Jonah Jameson of podcast, I'm Elijah 5000. And thank you for joining us today at 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time or just a little bit after. This is Monday, August 1st, and this is the 325th episode of the Elijah Bailey Show. Now, the way that the show works is we have reoccurring segments. We have three segments. Segment one, we always dive into recommendations or what we've been doing fitness-wise. Segment two is our, our topics or the news. And segment three, we wrap up with anime and manga of the month. The buck is not here, and he did not provide a new anime of the month, so I might fill that section with something new because I don't want to take his job and just recommend some. He's had some really good recommendations. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, uh, just a friendly reminder, we do have new emotes, animated emotes, um, badges, things like that. So if you sub to the channel, you'll get those. You'll be able to use those throughout the stream uh, as you chat. Um, and there's just some some fun things for you guys. Remember, follow the Patreon, Patreon, at Elijah Bailey Show. Or Elijah underscore 5000 with that will probably change to Edge 2 Gaming. Uh, keep looking for stuff there. But let's go ahead and dive in today's show. Like, well, let's just, let's, we're going to get into it. I have, uh, it's been a long evening. <laughs> been a lot of things going on the last couple of weeks. Um, Vader, to start things off on a good note, he's doing fine. He's doing a lot better. Uh, running around the house, playing with his toys. He is actually not in here. He's probably in, in in there with his mom or with his brother. He's he's been excited the last two days to be kind of relieved. He's takes the last of his medicine tonight, so hopefully he's all right. Then we're still checking on Chewie and Kylo. They're looking pretty good. The dogs have been running into like a little bit of bad luck, but you know everything's getting better. So sleep is coming back. We're, we're getting back into the habit. Uh, let's dive into these comic book recommendations. So the way that this typically works, we give you two recommendations from Marvel Comics, two from Dark uh, from DC Comics, and then one from Image and Dark Horse. But Image hit us again with another packed uh, month of comics. So we have two recommendations for Image. Excuse me. Two recommendations for Image Comics. So let's go ahead and dive into them. Let's start with... Um, Marvel Comics first. Now there's two uh, cover. There's multiple covers for a lot of these series. They're going to cover up my face. I want you guys to make sure to focus on these and just listen. So the very first one that we're recommending from Marvel Comics is Damage Control issue number one of five, uh, written by Adam F. Goldberg, Hans Rondoff, and Charlotte Fullerton. Uh, art by Ro- uh, Will Robinson and Jay Fuzgat, and then covers by Carlos Pacheco. From the creators of TB's The Goldbergs, Marvel's unsung heroes finally get sung. After the mega-powered battles and Hulk-level catastrophes, Damage Control is always there to clean up the mess and get things back to normal. But Damage Control is much more than just a glorified cleanup crew. And this new series will pull back the curtain and reveal the secret inner workings that were previously only available to people with clearance level 8. And we'll witness it all through the eyes of Gus, a fresh-faced, eager newcomer to the company who has no idea how chaotic his life is about to become so 
This is a 40 page banger rated T plus $4.99. Now, the thing that I enjoy about this is that the perspective of somebody new coming into something that we know, a world that we know of, damage control, and then like telling us from their perspective, you know, how crazy things are. Uh, the next one on the list, this one's a nice, cute one. Miss Knight or Miss Marvel and Moon Knight issue number one. Uh, Jody Hauser is the writer. Art is by Ibram Robertson and covered by Sarah Pacelli. The first, the, the Fist of Khonshu meets the embiggen uh, fist of Miss Marvel. Mark Spector, aka Moon Knight, protects the travelers of night. But what about those traveling to bring him death? Uh, mechanical and maniacal threat brings Miss Marvel into uh, Moon Knight's orbit and the gravity of what they uncover will require them to plumb the depths of life and death. The mystery teased in the last month's team up with Wolverine continues to unfurl as the superhero spectacle of the summer sizzles on the stands. It's a 40 page banger one shot. T plus for teen, $4.99. And the reason that uh, we bring this one into the mix is because both Miss Marvel and Moon Knight got a live action adaptation this year on Disney Plus. Uh, the series were well received, especially Miss Marvel. So hopefully you guys enjoyed those series. Not everybody enjoyed them, but hopefully you guys did. Check out that comment. It's going to talk a little bit more about them. Let's go ahead and keep things moving to DC Comics. Now, this one actually has three different covers. I like all three of them, so we're going to put all of them up. Um, this one right here is Olympus Rebirth issue number one, written by Becky Kluneman and Michael W. Connard, art by Caitlin Yarsky, and then covered by Juan Totino Tedaski. $5.99 U.S. 48-page banger one-shot. The variant covers $6.99 U.S. dollars. This drops August 23rd of this year. After years of bitter and violent conflicts, the Greek pantheon of gods uh, stands united to welcome their latest gods. Their latest goddess, Hippolyta of Themyscira. Due to her heroic efforts in the mortal realm, the former queen has earned her rightful place among the gods and plans to use her newfound powers to take care of her Amazon sisters from beyond. Little does she know, some of the gods are wary of the new future Hippolyta brings and will do just about anything to stop it. Join the Wonder Woman writing duo of Becky Cloonan and Michael W. Connard, along with artist Caitlin Yarsky from Black Hammer in her DC debut for an unforgettable new adventure on Mount Olympus. It's only the it's only the beginning of many exciting things to come for Wonder Woman and her new world. Um, again, anything with with Greek mythology, Wonder Woman is is pretty nice. But to see Hippolyta finally getting her rightful place amongst the gods and goddesses, how will that fare? Uh, doesn't look like it's uh, going to go too well, but hopefully it does. Uh, here goes one right here. I always like this. It's, it's so James Bond. I grew up in that era. Tales of a Human Target, issue number one, written by Tom King. Art by uh, Mikhail Janin and Raphael uh, Albuquerque. Kevin and McGuire and Greg Smallwood. And then you get it covered by Greg Smallwood as well. $5.99 US. 48-page banger. One shot. Variant covers are $6.99. This also drops August 23rd of this month. Building on the main critically acclaimed um, 
the critically acclaimed series of the year. Tom King and four of comics top artists tell the tales of what happened before Chance drank Luther's poison. Chance teams up with fan favorite members of the JLI in four connecting mysteries that lead them to that fateful day when one of them will be killed or one of them will kill the human target. So human target was a series that we talked about multiple times. It, it follows like the, the bygone eras of spies and their relationships. And this is just an offspin of that. So if you did read human target, you're going to want to read this. If you did not, you're going to want to catch up on human target before this drops. So that way you don't miss anything. Let's keep it pushing. Let's go ahead and go to image comics. Now image comics was, was, killing it this month how many do i have i think i only have uh one uh let's see there we go the deadly or the dead luckily lucky so this one uh when i first saw it i was like this is definitely going on list this is the very first one that i saw the dead lucky issue number one written by melissa flores art and cover a by french uh, Carmen uh, Carmelo Manga and then you also have uh, a cover B, C and D. This will drop August 3rd. Uh, 32 page banger. $3.99 San Francisco is changing. Uh, Tex Consortium Morrow is building the city of the future with Peacekeeper. Robots looming on every corner, corner and whenever Moro isn't, the Salvation Gang is. Uh, Babina Lopez-Yang is changing too. She came back from Afghanistan with PTSD and has the ability to control electrical currents. If she can hold it together, she might be the hero San Francisco needs. But against any enemy this big, it isn't good enough. She'll have to be lucky. And this is, again, the debut of Marissa Flores in French. Um, I thought this was really nice. And it actually has four different covers that I saw that were all beautiful. This one really caught my eye, though. I like the artwork. I like the colors. I like the way it pops. I like the, the line work. So I'm excited to uh, see that. But the next one from image comics is golden rage issue number one of five now there's two covers this is the one that i like there's another one where there's a woman carrying another woman on her back this is written by chrissy williams there's a, a cover a an artist uh is laura knight and cover b is tula lote this drops also august 3rd 32 page banger three dollars 99 cents in a world where older women who've been deemed useless to society are abandoned on an island golden rage documents the golden year of many friends baking desserts and fighting to their death um this is uh this series right here is, has got a lot of early play, praise and a lot of writers that we've talked about that we like like kelly studiconic has also talked about the way that they've changed the medium so keep a look out for this one uh it's just that post-apocalyptic like hands made tales type shit uh where they have to fight for survival and maybe what their way back in society do we know not yet but hopefully uh that's one that i'm gonna pick up and we'll actually read together this last one right here is uh one that i really like from dark horse comics this will be the last one to round out all the comic book recommendations this is minor threats issue number one uh, it's hard out here for a supervillain, not the world conquerors, chaos engines or arch nemesis, but the little guys, the ones who put on the uniforms, knock over jewelry stores and get tied to poles and things are about to get worse. The psychotics 
or the uh, yeah, the psychotic stick man has murdered Kid Dust, sidekick to Twilight City's premier crime fighter, the Insomniac. The Insomniac's teammates are tearing Twilight apart, uh, turning it into a police state, desperate to capture Stickman and stop the Insomniac from crossing that final line in which that he may never come back from. Caught in the middle are the uh, small-time seedless villains, finding it impossible to walk down the street without being harassed by these heroes. With a bounty on the stickman's head, former villain Playtime decides to assemble a ragtag team of villains to take down Stickman and kill him themselves. This is from writer Patton Oswald and Jordan Blum, um, artist Scott Hepburn colorist ian hearing and then there's a cover artist scott hepburn again for the first one uh this drops august 24 2022 32 page banger four dollars and 99 cents there are all your comic book recommendations but before we go on any further um i think i had some news that actually went over a little bit more of uh maybe i didn't I thought there was more about um, the Minor Threat series by Patton Oswald, but uh, maybe it's something I saw on Twitter. But it looks like it's going to be interesting. I always like the stuff that he works on. It's always fun, interesting. He loves comics. He's a nerd. So hopefully you guys enjoy that, too. But those are your recommendations. Two recommendations from Marvel, DC, and Image Comics, and one, as usual, from Dark Horse. Sorry, Dark Horse. I just didn't have, you know what i wanted to read now uh let's go ahead and do this keep things moving today's show is 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 gliding along very well let's keep it right on the tracks we're going to take a quick pause for the cause keep listening to rifty beats in the background then when we come back we're going to dive into segment two and get into all the comic book news for this month plus all the trailers that we have to watch and review uh it's going to be a fun time we'll be right back with episode 325 of the elijah bailey show right after this For every problem, there's a solution. If you're in need of a solution for your problem, try the services of GoGo13. Your problem will be taken care of in short order once GoGo takes the case. Finally worked up the courage to talk to your crush? Trying to escape the life of a leftover lady or a herbivore man? Then you're one click away from exchanging email addresses with the one you like. Go to www.exchangeexchange.com and sign up as a new member and instantly start receiving emails straight to your phone from others in your area just like you. Go to school and tell your friends that Change Exchange is here for you to be able to message the one you love. Let Change Exchange change your life one exchange at a time. Friendships, relationships, pirate ships, or any kind of ships are not guaranteed as a result of using Change Exchange. gang we are back in it let's go ahead and do it like i said we are up we're wide awake for this thing <laughs> oh we're, we're almost there uh-oh shit my bad i ain't trying to let you hear that okay so we do have some some bad news uh we do have a passing marvel comics writer ron zimmerman died at age 64 so Marvel Comics lost one of its creatives this week, Ron Zimmerman, a writer, film and television producer and stand-up comic who wrote the series Spider-Man, Get Craven, in addition to the Ultimate Adventure series. 
He had worked on The Punisher, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. However, he was best known for a Rawhide Kid comic, a cowboy who occasionally time-traveled to modern-day comics such as The Avengers, West Coast Avengers, and according uh, to Deadline, Zimmerman passed away on July 28th with a, uh, from his battle with cancer. Now, Zimmerman was a writer and producer who worked uh, as a crew member on multiple of the Friday the 13th films. He was also has a few acting credits, uh, including playing uh, Rotten Ronnie in Jet Li's The One. Uh, Zimmerman had uh, many writing credits, few um, episodes of Seventh Heaven. Fans of the family drama might also remember him as Doc, a role he played uh, five episodes. Now, Zimmerman, others writing uh, credentials uh, include Hard Knocks, Charlie's in Charge, The John LaQuette Show, uh, The Michael Richards Show, and My Wife, My Kids. He also wrote the Hawk and Dove episode of Justice League Unlimited in twenty uh, or 2004 and the Cat in the Hat episode of The Simpsons in 2017. Zimmerman's producing credits include Seventh Heaven, Action, the uh, Michael Richards show, Shake It Up, and much more. So just, uh, you know, our hearts and stuff go out to him as always whenever we have a loss from the communities that we love, whether it be anime, manga, video games, comics, and it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one that everybody is going to feel, you know, for a while. But we do also have some other iconic legends that are coming back in a bit back way. And before I show you what they look like, because these are these are the black, the modern 2022 grandparents. We have Potato Head celebrating uh, 70 years with Yama and Yampa Grand Taters exclusive. This is something I always loved. I always had. Oh, I didn't always have. I had a lot of Mr. Potato Heads. I always lose the parts and then be trying to go to friend's house to look for pieces they didn't need to wharf my potato heads because my mom wasn't going to buy no more parts. But the uh, potato head toy line is turning 70 this year. And the folks at Hasbro are celebrating the new Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head figures that I have only gotten better with age and they really have seriously hasbro must have had fun with the whole grand taters concept which includes the perfect names yama and yampa your first look at them is getting ready to happen i'll give you guys a rundown of the specs and i'll show you what they look like plus the price and where you can pick them up at so the new mr potato head yampa and mrs potato head yama set includes 20 24 pieces with two large potato bodies two bases and 20 grand tater accessories that are compatible with other potato head toys um indeed all of your potato heads will look dashing with a gray mustache. You can now order it on Amazon or either at Entertainment Earth for $16.99. Let's go ahead and uh, pull this scene up now. Which one? I think it's going to be scene one. Yeah. We're going to just go just like this. There they are. There's Yama and Yampa uh, looking like an old black couple. I uh, got the glasses, got the pants, uh, the noses, the mustache, ears, hat, hair. Uh, here's what the box looks like. Again, $16.99. You can order it on Amazon or Entertainment. Was that Entertainment Earth right now? Get yours in today. I would not miss out on the chance, especially as somebody that grew up in that era. There's just certain toys like Slinkies, Mr. Potato Heads, and shit like that. It's like, dude, that's, that's amazing. In 70 years, it's been around as long as I have, so... I enjoy that. Uh, here's something from Crunchyroll. 
because you know manga are comics that get animated so let's just go ahead and go with that crunchyroll lowers monthly price in almost 100 territories so crunchyroll announced on monday that it has immediately reduced the monthly subscription price in almost 100 uh, countries and territories I'm not going to go through this list if you want to see the list go to amazon or uh, anime you can see the list of all the territories it's released in but more places in west africa turkey uh the uk uh, Malaysia, Kuwait, Iceland, Ghana, Colombia. There's there's a lot of places here, so that is good because with the ultra merger of anime going straight to Crunchyroll, we knew that there's going to be a price hike for some things. I'm excited to see that it has not dropped yet. They're lowering the price, but let's wait and see what happens because you know they're going to make their money. Anime has been topping the charts lately. Um, next deal, this goes into comics again. Spawn slash Batman. Greg Capullo shares first art from new crossover. Now, the reason I picked this is because if you remember the name Greg Capullo, he did a series with Scott Snyder um, that I really loved, the Quarter Owl series. I loved the artwork that they did for that, and I followed his work from then on. So, announced uh, last week at San Diego Comic Con, Batman and Spawn will officially be crossing over once again with a special one shot to be published in December. Spawn creator Todd Fairlin appeared doing the Jim Lee and Friends panel to announce this title, which he will write and which will feature art by the legendary Greg Capullo. Having collaborated with McFarlane on a dozen issues of Spawn years before and drawing one of the most well-received runs of Batman ever, Capullo made his mark in both characters in a huge way. Now Capullo will offer uh, a tease of what is to come, and I just wanted to pull this up. You can actually find it on Twitter. I thought this was this was beautiful. Uh, just the shading on it. It makes Spawn look good. It makes Batman look good. Here it is right here. You guys can check it out. You can also follow at Greg Capullo on Twitter anytime you want to see his work. But this is, I'm, I can't wait to get into this. There's always an interesting story to the artwork that he's tied to. So I'm excited to see that. Um, it's it's nice to see that he's got some, some more work out uh, for my favorite characters because it's just stuff I'm going to add to my collection. Um, I watched this and I really enjoyed it. It comes out weekly. I think there's two episodes out now, or the second one's getting ready to drop. Uncle from Another World. So basically, this uncle wakes up in, after a 17-year coma. His nephew's there. The rest of the family kind of got into a heated debate. They didn't really know what to do with his body after he went into the coma. And he comes back, and he's speaking this weird language. And then he's like, oh, you guys speak J Japanese here. I'm actually back. And you find out that the uncle, he's like, oh, I was living in this magical world. Well, when he starts transmuting his spells in our language they actually start working so his nephew believes him and he kind of gets you know he gets to project his memories out into the world and stuff like that and basically his life was shit for 17 years and so his his nephew kind of sympathizes with him and kind of hears about this life and you know some stuff he makes better here in this life like he orders a phone that's way outdated for us but it wasn't invented when he was here it's a great comedy Gintoki or Gintama type uh, comedy, but Uncle from Another uh, World gets triple collab with uh, Chain Chronicle smartphone game and Sonic the Hedgehog. So in today's amusing collab news, Uncle from Another World announced a simulation crossover with Sega Sonic the Hedgehog franchise and the Chain Chronicle smartphone. And this is one of the jokes in the series because he comes back and he's asking if Sega's still a powerhouse to find out that Sega no longer exists and he wipes that memory from his existence because it was too much for him to bear that's like one of the things he held on for 17 years he's a huge video game guy and sega supporter 
Uh, the official Twitter account for Uncle from Another World and Chain Chronicle posted promotional images on Sunday. And it's kind of funny. It's got, you got a Sonic and the Hedgehog costume and a guy dressed up. Let's go ahead and pull this up so you guys can see this picture as well. Um, <clears throat> let's wait for it to pull up. There we go right there. The Uncle from Another World looks like a fucking human version of a Titan. That face is scary, dude. That is so scary. Ugh. And all the people that were there in the world that he lived in were beautiful. So it was, it just didn't help. But um, triple collaboration decision. Uncle, I decided to mix it with a great collaboration. Stay tuned for more is what it says. Um, but yeah, I think this is pretty cute. And this is uh, something that actually lends his hand to what's going on today. It's very current. Again, Uncle from Another World is a new anime series that is released on Netflix right now. You can watch it weekly. Episodes drop. I think there's at least two episodes out now. Um, let's go ahead and throw this one up. So you guys can see there is another trailer for Tekken. And so Tekken is uh, gearing up to make its full anime series debut, the Net uh, Netflix series uh, later this summer. Tekken Bloodlines has officially set its release date with the streaming service with a full new trailer. Tekken has uh, had one small shot at the anime in the past, but it pales in comparison to many of the media opportunities that it has as live action, which we've seen, you know, them doing just like many series of Tekken, which, you know, some of them have been good, some of them haven't been, but it's been crossing all major platforms. Uh, first announced to be in the works earlier spring there have been a uh, few details and even looks at the the new animation we've seen clips and talks about you know Jin and his his mother you know when he was younger training and things like that but that all changed as Tekken Bloodline has now uh, been scheduled for release on Netflix August 18th while there are still questions about what fans can do and what they can expect uh, with the new series, the newest and full trailer of the Tekken Bloodline series teases the visual makeover for the franchise's favorite characters. You can now check out this trailer, which you guys have been watching. Uh, official releases from Netflix Worldwide uh, saying that the uh, series Tekken Bloodlines will drop August 18th is officially teased. Power is everything. Jin Kazama learning uh, or learned the family self-defense Kazuya-style traditional martial arts from his mother at an early age. Even so, he was powerless when a monstrous evil suddenly appeared, destroying everything dear to him, changing his life forever. Angry at himself for being unable to stop it, Jin vowed revenge and sought power uh, to exact it. His quest will lead to the ultimate battle on a global scale and a global stage, the king of the Iron Fist tournament. So this seems to be playing kind of into into the story of the game and why he is he's, uh, one power and not like backing down from whatever power and stuff that was. I actually like it. That's nice. That's something that uh, I've been waiting for. Oh, damn it. Okay. I am. Um, uh, today's today's been rough. I just realized I had the uh, the wrong trailer playing. My bad, guys. You guys were going through this as I was reading it. Um, you guys are getting the trailer now. See, I, it's it's been a long day. Less sleep just tears you up sometimes. Um, 
God, we're 35 minutes in. This is, look at it though. Like he learned the Jin uh, Kazuya style martial arts from his mother. We're getting to see that translate into the ring him training with Heihachi. And then also the other battles that he's going to have in life. I'm excited about this. This is going to be really nice. This is going to be... This is going to be one of those series that grew on me. like And it, Baki and... Um, uh, the one with the Nade Shikageru. Um, fuck, what is that? Tough. They didn't really have to grow on me, but I had to be shown that they were actual martial arts shows. And I like it. There we go. You know, uh, Nina Williams, Lei, Ling Zhaoyu, King, Warong, Jin, Heihachi, his mom, oh, Leroy Jenkins. Like, I'm, I'm not joking. The first time Nikki pulled him out on me, motherfucker did like a two piece combo, 20 piece hit combo on me. But these are the characters that we will be seeing in this tournament. Uh, I'm looking forward to another season. I'm looking forward to taking other characters' backstories, kind of like in the video game when you beat it, you get to hear their stories. So, yeah, we, we had to go back and watch this one again. If you want to watch the full trailer, you can go to Netflix to watch the rest of it. But this is the Tekken Bloodlines trailer. And I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm very excited about getting this into the works and getting this on. T- uh, this is August the 1st. Again, the shows drop on Thursday. You can watch live on Mondays. Uh, August 18th is when that bad boy comes out. Um, let's talk about this. I don't think there's a trailer for this yet. But we haven't really been talking. Well, we kind of talked about it. We knew that this was coming out at some point in time. We haven't really heard much from it. I'll show you a picture here in a minute. But this is I Am Groot, new image from Guardians of the Galaxy. Spinoff teases little bad baby Groot. So the Guardians of the Galaxy's adorable sapling is in the <laughs> is in his worst behavior uh, in the image which I'll go show you guys here in a minute. The upcoming Disney Plus series of shorts uh, stars Groot in his baby form from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Five animated shorts follow Baby Groot's adventure as he learns and leans into his mischievous ways, which fans get a glimpse in the image uh, below, which is like him sitting in like this vat of pink ooze and it's funny because you can tell he's just out in like a puddle somewhere in like a forest so you'll see it empire took it but a couple things were funny to to hear is that uh, as much as his Groot and he's still cute he's also a little bad baby who's very mischievous and uh, just uh, the team just had the uh, inclination to go wild and make it weird and rude and sci-fi. It was really fun. Sandbox to play in says um, Lapore. Now, what is her first name? I wanted to. Oh, Christy Lapore, who is the director for this film. Um, now, James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy movies is known for his slide sp- uh, side splitting humor, but he has made like two two very distinct statements. He said, "One, this is these are short, so they do happen within uh, you know the Marvel universe, so they're canon of their own self, but they are not a part of his Guardians of the Galaxy uh, film, which is kind of weird. But this is just a transition of baby Groot to a teenage Groot, which we're gonna see." Um, more of uh, you guys saw him if you watched Thor Love and Thunder so we're going to get more of that but that is the update on that Um, God how much stuff was there okay 
Let's go ahead and uh, dive into these trailers. I can't. I can't wait anymore. Okay. So this trailer just came out, and this actually came out today. I am excited. I'm very. I'm very much so loving these trailers. Now this is nailing it, and this is a clip from uh, Marvel's She-Hulk. So we're getting She-Hulk. It's getting ready to come to screens near you. This is called Nailing It. Her and the Hulk are training. And so Jennifer Walters is training with her cousin, Bruce Banner. Uh, He's talking about how it's all about balance uh, because there's not only bad things about being a Hulk, but there's good things. And She-Hulk is... It is just so fun. Like, I could see Jennifer being quippy like this. Also, her learning... Her powers and abilities so she's kind of still playing she hasn't really found out who she is and i remember she hulk in the comics and cartoons as this quippy character that had a lot of sass knew who she was and she was uh her and rogue were two standout characters at certain point in times when the series uh and comics were out ha- highlighting these characters now this is all this is going to drop episode one um august 17th so this comes out a day before what we were just talking about. If you guys are paying attention, the drops on the 18th. Make sure you guys are checking all these things out. But but yes, this drops the the 17th. So we're getting more looks at the She-Hulk. I think I think that interest is at a a standstill. People didn't like the animation at first we'll watch this trailer too people didn't know what to perceive what to think we've got more how her transformation works which in the comics it was traditionally she'd go back and forth for a while before she was permanently she hulk we're also getting to see her rage we're getting to see more comedy and there was a couple things uh when we were talking about um these films and things uh they were talking about how the character is going to have, you know, some spinoffs. And I'm not going to I'm not going to say like spinoffs, but you're going to have a lot of character of the week you have. And they make reference to it in one of the trailers. They did, I think it was in this trailer. Bruce, um, who else? Wong shows up. You're going to have all these characters, but that's always going to help Lynn to Jennifer figure out who she is. And we're getting to see a lot of stuff that we like, you know, the little giddy um, giddiness of Jennifer. Bruce actually having a, a relationship with somebody else. And this is his cousin. So it's family. So it's a little bit different than the Avengers. I'm, I'm just excited because we haven't got things like this. I used to watch. This is this is chaos, dude. All these super powered people. I, but I used to watch all this stuff all the time. And it's just leagues different from where it was when it started. So I'm excited about all of this. I'm, I'm very, 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 very much um, happy that this show is coming out. Because it's different than what, what I would have thought it would be. I thought, if anything, you just get the character in a film. You wouldn't get a dedicated series about a super powered lawyer. Uh, and her relationship to another superpower being who causes catastrophe pretty much everywhere he goes. So it's 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 a lot. It's a thing. Um, I do know I did find an article that I had. So we're going to go into this while this finishes up playing. The Dark Horse reveals minor threats. Again, this was from Patton Oswalt. 
Um, so there's an incentive variance, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Minor Threats enters comic stores just under a month from now in comicbook.com. This is where we got this article from. Has exclusive first look at the retailer incentive cover for the title's debut, which you can find this on comicbook.com. The cover looks amazing, but uh, courtesy of Kristen Ward, Dark Horse is offering the incentive variant to any comic store that orders 10 or more comics of the new superhero title from Patton Oswalt, Jordan Bloom, and Scott Hepburn. Um, and this is one thing that I really thought was cool. Oh, yeah, at the end of this trailer, we get to see Daredevil. And I think that's going to be the classic comic version, the purple, or not purple, but the yellow and red uh, version. Uh, we did hear that we're getting... Um, more daredevil not only an echo but in their own series we're also getting all these different titles so let's keep it moving uh we are well 44 minutes in and there's still quite a bit of news to go um so there's an incentive for comic book shops to push other comics i think with something like Patton oswald or with uh, kevin smith mark menarden you know somebody that has this unique perspective that is trying to enhance uh, what this art form of storytelling is when they're bringing something more to the community. I do feel like that kind of help really, really helps to project and promote and push things to the place where they should be. Um, here we go. Here's the next trailer. Uh, and some of these I've just seen the trailer for. I, I'm super excited about this one kind of caught me by surprise. This one is Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer breakdown uh, that I want to do. I said trailer breakdown, but we see that Zach is back uh, playing <laughs> Shazam, and it's like, okay, well, they had the Shazam family, so are they still doing that? Um, but we also, not only that, we get cameos and talks of other characters, which we saw this before in Peacemaker, and it seems like DC does not mind crossing over the characters, even if they don't play together in the film. But uh, Shazam has kind of burnt out. He's not doing what he's supposed to. He's having this kind of midlife crisis as a kid. Doesn't know if he's worthy or not. And then we have the rest of the fam still going around as the Shazam family. And it's something that I love so much because more superheroes means more chances to play around and offer things from the comics that we saw that we love. We want more of and I think that's what we're getting. Um, the gods are coming back. They want their power back. It was kind of stolen from them and put into the staff and bequeathed to Shazam himself. So this is more of an are you worthy type film. And the, the comedy in it, it still holds up. It seems to uh, a kid that can transform into adult type of humor as well as, you know, that earnest like what I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first time as a superhero. So what am I doing like this right here? Talking about we are family and his family. Like, oh, where's everybody? Yeah, that was the cue guys. Not everybody knowing the plan. Billy Batson's doing what he does. The Shadams are doing what they do. So uh, if you guys haven't seen this trailer, make sure to watch it. I know there's been a lot that's come out since Con Comic-Con is a hit. D23 offers us more trailers and more information about uh, some of these titles that are coming to uh, Disney. We get more trailers for more series and stuff that are coming out. But uh, I feel like Shazam is like the Thor of the DC universe. I, don't know, I, I believe those are unicorns versus Pegasus that just showed up just a minute ago. But I'm excited. Laughing at the fact that you threw a truck at a dinosaur. Oh, God, I love my life. It's just stupid stuff like that. Um, 
So keep an eye out. Next one I want to dive right into. I don't want to wait on this one. This one has been one we've all been kind of worried about. We don't know how good it's going to be, what's going to happen. And it keeps getting better and better. And I'm going to say with this trailer right here, it kind of proved to me that this is one that if you're a comics fan that you want to see, just see how it pans out. I don't, I don't have any expectations of how these things are going to go. I just want to kind of see them. So here's Black Adam. Black Adam comes back and it's this real struggle of if he's going to be a hero or not. He has these abilities that can do something, what he went through, what he won't accept anymore and what kind of person he's going to be. Uh, and we get some new snapshots. You know, we've seen Dr. Fate. We get to see uh, some more of Hawk Hawkman come through some more battling uh, some of the destruction and chaos it's caused and some of the other heroes and things like that. And kind of like, those moments that make Black Adam Black Adam, like deteriorating a car just by melting it down through electricity. You know, going to places that most superheroes won't go. So, uh, I'm thinking it looks it looks nice as long as the story... I mean, there's a lot of threats and shit. Like, you see a motherfucker like that come and charge you and take you down or take a human out of the air. You're like, oh man, he's just killing everybody. Um, I'm kind of interested to see. Here goes the Hawkman clip. The nth metal to get stopped like it's nothing by Black Adam and then electrocuted back. It's it's making him look real gritty. It's 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 just looking real gritty. So uh, October twenty first is when Black Adam comes. Uh, I don't think we have too much more. This one was uh, kind of hit out of nowhere because we've been getting different confirmations about all this different stuff. So this will kind of tie in. This will this is tying directly into. Black Panther 2. This is uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And we also have the Wakanda series, which seems like it's going to dive more into the door of Milaje, I think. Um, but there's a lot of things here. Uh, as we can see at the edge, the precipice of the ocean, we already have confirmed Namorita or Namora and Namor, which we'll get glimpses of. But we have uh, a rebirth in Wakanda. Because we know Chadwick Boseman is gone. So they're getting, we have to figure out how they're going to write um, T'Challa off. But holding the throne, we do see T'Challa's mother. She's lost her husband. She lost her son. Shuri's here. And somebody's pregnant. Oh, okay. Never mind. These are our Atlanteans right here. These are, yes, Namor looking dope as hell. Like, sorry, I'm watching right now. Like, just to see them use the whales, I really enjoyed the storytelling of this trailer because you're getting you're getting to see a lot now. Namor has always been standoffish from the world, always had this issue. Uh, you see Shuri there in a room with oil in the water. Um, which could be the attack from Namor. As we can see, the Atlanteans are changing appearance above land to blue. They get their blue tint outside of water, and, except for Namor because he is half human. And so um, we're seeing a lot of suffering in Wakanda. We're also seeing Riri Williams as Ironheart, but this battle between the Wakandans and the Atlanteans. Uh, and how does this play out for the rest of the MCU? I, I'm excited to see. There's so so many things going on right now. Uh, we are, we got confirmation during Comic Con that Phase Four of 
the MCU was basically like everybody reacting to, you know, the first three phases and then their transition to phase five. So I, I'm just seeing the groundwork being laid. And this, this is your storytelling. These are the seasons or the episodes that aren't too amazing that make that season where you get your exposition but you also get the introduction of other characters that will make everything that's happening later on more impactful um so i think we got through all the trailers uh i will say miss marvel i did want to kind of shout this out miss marvel had some anime and comic uh influences and when we say comic like there's a certain portion had the smoothest easter egg it's the just like that little riff from the 90s x-men that's in there and it kind of hints at kamala being a mutant versus being an inhuman which is different from the comics but we've seen different iterations of Kamala Khan. So I'm excited this, the six episode season was interesting. I rewatched it again and it's, it's a whole different watch, but, um, in an interview with comicbook.com following Miss Marvel, the finale director and exclusive producer, uh, Belal Fala and Adil El Arib uh, revealed that some of uh, Kamala's fighting style was inspired by Dragon Ball Z uh, with our visual effects artist, Norbin Rahali. We were exploring uh, what we could do with this power and have the embiggen moment um that was uh that was that image that was uh like really manga almost like dragon ball z influence all these cool things that yeah that we exploited and i just think that the uh that when we were doing it we felt there was so much more that we could do and i think it is a hit the tip of the iceberg so it was very important that the last episode is the climax falal said uh, it has to go boom, boom, boom to a climax and hits you in the heart at the very end. Uh, that was uh, really our intention to make it fast paced, but at the same time, really have those emotional moments. So finding that balance was tricky, but I think we managed to get in there and still have big action, still have those emotional moments and uh, the mother and father moments which were uh, for me very special uh, scenes that really touched you emotionally and then you have the bigger moment that she's really being miss marvel that contrast it's tricky to do but we managed to pull it out we also wanted to put the animation into it because in the pilot that was something that was uh, very very important to us uh, said el arib that fantasy sequence and all that we still wanted to have the version of that in the finale so that's when we came up with the home alone sequence where she would explain it on a chalkboard and all that you really see that uh, flavor that's obviously also inspired by edgar wright uh, that's how we managed after all to still have this kind of identity to the show uh, that we had in the pilot and the one thing that i did love is like kamala has been made a staple of the mcu now she's the new spider-man uh for the live action uh smaller screen and i'm excited about seeing it um it did really have that feel of this is kamala's world this is how she does things how they work in her mind how she puts things together just like the spider-mans have done in each one of their films um so yeah and then we also have uh taylor damn what is his name hang on like I, I always forget his name, uh, but I love him as an actor. He does really well. And he did a lot of films I like. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's right. Aaron Taylor Johnson gets cast in Craven Origins, a Spider-Man spinoff, The, Lo- the Lost Hunt. And then we also got, uh, I think it was uh, 
Levi Miller cast in there as well. I'm excited to see how that goes because Morbius wasn't wasn't too bad. Morbius had its own its own things, but it wasn't too bad. Let's go over this movie lineup. This will be the last thing before we head into segment three and then round out today's show. There's a lot of things that came. I'm gonna give you these dates for all these different uh, TV series and stuff coming from Marvel. Um, and kind of my thoughts. Uh, let's see. So Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, February 17th, 2023. I'm excited about that because it is going to bridge the gap between the things that happened to Loki. Um, we're going to get more Kang and the versions of Kang the Emperor or the Conqueror that I've heard that we're getting. I'm, I'm excited to see each one of them. Secret Invasion, the spring of 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, May uh, 5th, 2023. Uh, that seems like it's going to be fun. It's the last in the series. I'm excited about that. The Secret Invasions, just getting the lay of the land and seeing who's scroll, who's not, uh, who's preparing for battle on what front, how big this is going to be. Excuse me. Echo Summer of 2023 is going to be really good. That's bringing Den- uh, Vincent Donofrio and then Charlie Cox back as Daredevil and the Kingpin. Uh, Loki Season 2 coming back Summer 2023. Couldn't say anything better about that. You know how much we love that. The Marvels, which is going to be Kamala as Miss Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, and then Remy uh, LeBeau coming. And I said Remy LeBeau. I'm not not Gambit, but uh, uh, Rene, um, God, Monica Rambeau, which we got to see a clip of her mom as a version of Captain Marvel in a different future. But that drops July 28, 2023. Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Ironheart Fall 2023. Excited to see how Riri takes on this and how she fixes some of the Tony Stark problem. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, Winter 2023. Daredevil, Born Again, summer, uh, Spring of 2024. Super excited about that. I love the Daredevil series, even though one season had like a half that was nice. The other half wasn't too nice. Captain America, New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. That's going to be good. The... Uh, QB Comics Thunderbolts, July 26, 2024. So we have our new Black Widow. We have our U.S. agent and some of our other characters we've been collecting along the way. Fantastic Four, November 8, 2024. Then two back-to-back Avengers, The Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025. And then Avengers Secret Wars, November 7th, 2025. So things from now, which is 2022 all the way through 2025 there's your marvel lineup let's do this one last quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with anime and manga of the month be right back after this Need a magic sword? Stylish new threads? Access to a video game before it comes out? Or to fall in love? It can all be yours. Give us a ring at Gotta Goddess where we can provide you with your very own goddess, fully equipped with one no-strings-attached wish. Call today and use magic word gag to get a discount on your first wish to be fulfilled. Side effects may, but are not excluded to death, dismemberment, disorientation, irritable bowel syndrome, headaches, nose aches, toothaches, and addiction to anime, falling in love with the wrong person and more. Hey you, are you tired of having to hear about a hero rushing in to save the day, getting all the glory and the fame from all the fans? Well, if this sounds like you, then come on down and join the League of Villains and help us tear down that horrible world of peace and create a world of wonderful chaos. Remember, being a villain's not about one for all. It's about all for one. (laughs) 
All right, there we go. The camera was looking kind of weird. How am I feeling, Keith? I'm all right, dude. I just woke up. I like to be honest, not getting a lot of sleep, but it's okay. I'm here to bring this show to you guys. So we're here at the tail end of uh, of the show, and it's time for Anime and Manga of the Month. But I'm not giving you an Anime of the Month uh, because that's Bucky's job. He usually brings something. He's been bringing something I have not thought about in a while, uh, some things that I have not watched in a while. So I want him to keep bringing his style to that. But what I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of Mobile Suit Gundam, 0079 getting back into that and the world that having somebody's world transformed by like the war at the time being depicted on screen as Gundam people like oh man I love this so much it's like dude the your your author your creator was four years old when bombs were going off in Okinawa and people were dying all around him this is his experience this is how the life was for him so watching that, you know, I'm still in One Piece. One Piece, uh, Luffy and them were past uh, Nico, Robin, Impel down. So we're on the backside of Water 7. The Thousand Ghost Sunny is being built for them. They're getting ready to start their travels here with, uh, you know, a new ship and things like that. So I'm in that in that place. And then also Uncle from a Different uh, World. And there's so many anime and manga that I'm reading right now. That's basically what I'm doing. But let's let's, without further ado, this is one. This is your manga of the month. This is Mitama Security Spirit Busters. Rena's haunted by spirits, but when a strange guy comes to bust them, he may be more of a hindrance than a help. And the thing that I like about this one is it's so goofy. Like she is literally haunted by thousands of spirits. And she just goes like she said, Oh, the one of the best things is you just ignore them. If you ignore these spirits, then they don't bother you but then it's also got that adventure time humor and here's here's the artwork here's the character where like uh, one of the ghosts like is that ghost watering damn it i noticed it and then the ghost is like oh and they start doing circles around her and stuff like that so um and again this looks like boichi kind of as far as the artwork if you guys ever watched uh, sunken rock and i know for everybody watching like why wouldn't he just get the deals off of his face i'm sorry we're just trying to we're making it through today's show we're already at an hour. There's just so many topics to cover, but this is the manga of the month. I, I don't know. I like sick stuff. I like weird stuff. I like comedy. So what you guys are kind of seeing here is just like the comedy aspect of it, where he comes out as a ghost. He's trying to talk to her, but even as a ghostbuster, he is deathly afraid of ghosts. So how does he do his job? by performing weird stunts like this where he's running flips on the car flips into it and drives off and is it his car nobody knows so there's your manga of the month hopefully you guys uh, go ahead and give it a nice little read but anime of the month will be whatever bucky gives you in mitama security spirit busters is your manga of the month which you can find on viz media viz media 199 a month gives you access to all these different uh, manga titles again i'm in the middle of reading claymore and uh the prince of tennis i think i'm in the 80s on those and caught up on all the other manga that released the other day tokyo avengers right now just if you thought mikey was a man like a long time ago if you haven't been keeping up with the manga you know jack shit about mikey uh, but thank you guys so much. We fell into an hour hole of comics news today. Uh, we watched the trailers of She-Hulk, Black Adam, uh, the Black Panthers next series, Wakanda Forever, as well as take took a look at some of the comic releases that you guys should be checking out. A new, oh, 
we missed that we're not gonna miss that this is a little bit different i know where i missed that because there's so many news articles and andor had a new trailer uh we'll wait until bugs here to talk about that we really didn't have any expectations or thoughts on what andor could really be we weren't really oh and we got to give a shout out let's do this real quick before i continue talking about andor one of the pioneers and uh, not only in tv film itself for women but for black women uh nichelle nichols uh uhura herself from star trek dies at 89 she just did an appearance uh i I like the stuff that she was talking about she's having so much fun with life and the things that she was doing but she is she's passed we want to pay our respects to her um but we really didn't know what to expect from uh, Star tra- uh, Star Wars Andor, and they're making some change. And really, what it is it's following? Um, we're gonna see Saw Gerrera again. It's following the pilot that, and it's bridging the gap between what happened in um, some of your more famous Star Wars films. You know uh, what happened between Rogue One. And then, uh, and, and really, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope would happen, but it also what happens at the end of Rogue One or before, because we know how everybody dies. We know that it's a tragic tale. We just don't know how everybody gets there and why they're a part of that team. Um, with, without further ado, before we die uh, here on the show, and by die, I mean my energy run out, we have Amazing Man. This is our character that we're honoring. Amazing Man is the nickname used by three different African-American DC Comics characters. So Will Everett uh, was an Olympian who ended up post-Olympics being a janitor, becoming a janitor. After coming into contact with some kind of substance, he gained the ability to take on the uh, elemental properties of whatever he touched. Will Everett III followed in his grandfather's footsteps and joined the Justice League with presume, uh, presumably the same powers. And finally, Marcus Clay. Yet another um, uh, relation to the original Amazing Man has spent most of his time uh, aiding those affected by Hurricane Katrina and just so happened to came upon the power. This is uh, Amazing Man, one of the comic book characters I had never heard of, but it seems that he is keeping it all in the family and aiding those in need. Uh, We'll talk more about comic characters and honor them on different shows. This has been episode 325 of the Elijah Bailey Show. Thank you guys for joining. As we talked about comics, make sure and pay your condolences to to some of these heroes and stars that we've had all of our life. Um, Nichelle will be missed. Uh, Rob will be missed. They will all be missed. And we are all looking forward to different iterations of the series that they brought into the forefront and light to us and things that we enjoy. So thank you guys so much. I'm Elijah 5000. Thanks for all the likes, the follows. Um, make sure to follow us on caffeine at edge Two gaming and follow everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, edge Two gaming, uh, uh, be ready for our streams. Jessica's back. She's been streaming Garden Story, so watch for that. There's more streams coming throughout this week on different days. Just look at the schedule, and uh, we'll be back to play with you guys um, and have a blast. So I'm Elijah 5000. We'll see Bucky next week, and I'll catch you in episode 326. See you guys. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for the shout-outs. Peace.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckley appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.